Last Tuesday, President Trump and Vice President Biden battled it out over health care at the first presidential debate of 2020. During Trump's campaign in 2016, he had said that he would repeal the ACA, but so far has only removed parts of it, including the individual mandate penalty. At the debate, he said he is working on a comprehensive plan for health care, which will include lower drug prices. Biden has said during the Democratic primary debates that he supports a public option, but has not confirmed support for Medicare for All, which is supported by many progressive Democrats. He has stated that an important issue he wanted to address is the millions of Americans with pre-existing conditions who cannot afford health care. Americans are wondering what the future of their health care will look like. At first glance, both positions seem to be polar opposites, except both say they want to reduce out-of-pocket expenses in some way. What exactly are the candidates' positions? And how do they compare? Let's find out. I'm Alan Lanier, and this is The Economic State. Both presidential candidates were asked about their positions on health care, the ACA, and Medicaid coverage during the debate. Trump and Biden have stated their positions before, and last Tuesday they were given the chance to elaborate on them. Although both, in the end, just said the other didn't have the right plan or one at all. It was a very stressful night for anyone watching. According to the Washington Post, the candidates spent the first half hour tangling over the coronavirus pandemic, the Obamacare challenge before the Supreme Court, differences over expanding health insurance, and abortion rights. But much of the debate couldn't be heard clearly, and the, de and the candidates jumped quickly between topics to lob accusations and even insults at each other. Just two minutes into the debate, the two candidates clashed over President Trump's approach to the Affordable Care Act. Biden noted the president's failure to repeal and replace the law and his administration's refusal to defend the law before the Supreme Court. If you are wanting to know more about each candidate's position on health care, you most likely didn't learn anything useful or new. But luckily, there are plenty of online resources to help you understand what both Trump and Biden are aiming for. Last Tuesday was highly anticipated by Americans because of concerns over whether Vice President Joe Biden would be able to withstand a confrontation with President Trump. Despite the confusion, Biden was able to criticize Trump's future plans with the ACA and health care. According to the LA Times, Biden said that Trump is in the Supreme Court right now trying to get rid of the Affordable Care Act, which will strip 20 million people from having health insurance. Biden also observed that killing the health care law would allow insurers to resume discriminating against people who have pre-existing conditions and who are not covered by an employer's health insurance group policy. Trump defended his efforts to eliminate the Affordable Care Act and the coverage it provides to millions of Americans, saying, I want to give them better health care at a much lower price because Obamacare is no good. Recent polling data after the first debate between Trump and Biden shows a boost for Biden. And according to national polls, Biden is ahead by 8.7%. This is also taking into account that President Trump was confirmed to have tested positive for the coronavirus. Next, we'll take a look at each candidate's history and future plans for healthcare. 
Biden is best known for supporting President Barack Obama's Affordable Care Act. He has said that instead of replacing it, or completely opting for Medicare for All, he would like to keep a public option by expanding on the ACA. President Trump has said he aims to lower insulin and other drug prices, while Republicans have moved towards expanding state funding for Medicaid. Kiplinger reported that, in late June, the Trump administration submitted a brief to the Supreme Court in support of the claim by a coalition of 18 states that the ACA, widely known as Obamacare, is unconstitutional following Congress's 2017 move to reduce to zero the tax penalty on Americans who don't have health insurance. As well, Republicans proposed pulling back on tax credits for health plan premiums in the individual marketplace and on Medicaid expansion, which makes all low-income adults in participating states eligible for Medicaid. Instead, more money would be directed to state governments, allowing them to set up their own plans. In contrast, Joe Biden wants to build on Obamacare. His proposals include a offering a public insurance option, similar to Medicare, that would be available to Americans alongside employer-based coverage and private plans. In states that have not taken on the Medicaid expansion, the public option would be available premium-free to adults who would otherwise qualify for Medicaid. Keeping track of what issues are important to voters is a critical part of a successful campaign. Organizations have continued to poll citizens, and both healthcare and the economy among, rate among the highest, if not the highest, of all other issues. Since the start of the pandemic, the economy has been in a recession not seen since 2008-2009. Many Democrats have stated that the poor economy standing in America is due to Trump's mishandling of COVID-19. If Trump wants to win, he needs a good plan for healthcare that Americans can understand and support. According to MarketWatch, the two White House contenders have big differences on Obamacare and Trump's handling of the COVID-19 pandemic. But they do have some things in common on healthcare matters. Polls suggest Biden has the advantage on healthcare, with a recent Kaiser Family Foundation and Cook political report survey finding that swing voters in three battleground states preferred the Democratic nominee over the Republican incumbent when it came to this issue. Progressive Democrats got Biden to do a, a proposal that I think for them is a foothold in the door for a more expansive agenda that gets them closer to, closer to Medicare for All, said Kim Monk, an analyst and managing director at Capital Alpha Partners. Biden is pledging to, to deliver a public health insurance option, while Medicare for All, which was backed by many of his unsuccessful opponents in the Democratic presidential primary, would be a government-run program that replaces private health insurance system. Biden has stated support for a public option, and despite receiving recommendations from the Biden-Sanders Joint Task Force, he has not shown support for Senator Bernie Sanders' Medicare for All single-payer plan. The three main topics that Americans are concerned about are whether low-income individuals will receive coverage even with pre-existing conditions, whether the ACA will be repealed and or replaced, if so with what, and what are the candidates willing to do about drug and premium prices? Trump said during the debate that he was already working on reducing insulin prices. Biden has stated that part of the public option plan would be to reduce copays and out-of-pocket expenses for primary care. 
Box.com stated that an unfavorable Supreme Court ruling next year could mean potentially millions of low-income and middle-class people lose their health insurance coverage in the middle of a pandemic. A freshly seated Justice Amy Coney Barrett and other conservative justices could invalidate most or all of the Affordable Care Act, as Donald Trump's administration is urging the court to do. The Supreme Court could also reject the argument for overturning the ACA. And if Joe Biden wins the presidency, he could wield the mandate to expand health coverage to millions more Americans, creating for the first time a government health insurance plan that would be available to middle class, working Americans as an alternative to private health insurance, offered by their employers. Low-income people who live in the states that would have refused to expand Medicaid would be enrolled in that new government program, expanding the safety net to millions of people to whom it's so far been denied. Biden's health care plan has received wide coverage and would seem to help millions of Americans. However, there are more progressive Democrats that would like a stronger plan. Meanwhile, Republicans would rather move further away from a government-operated health care system. It seems that Biden's middle-of-the-road plan is not enough for either party. Americans, on the other hand, may not care how it gets done as long as prices go down. NPR reported that while Democrats fight over how best to cover more people with insurance, the majority of Americans already have health insurance and are much more worried about the cost according to polls. A recent survey of voters in three states with early contests, Iowa, South Carolina, and New Hampshire, found voters in all three ranked concerns about high out-of-pocket costs far ahead of concerns about insurance coverage itself. There's a good reason voters are so concerned about what they are being asked to pay for medical services. U.S. health spending is dramatically higher than that of other industrialized nations. In 2016, the U.S. spent 25% more per person than the next highest spending country, Switzerland. Overall, U.S. health spending is more than twice the average of other Western nations. Healthcare may always be a hot-button issue, since Americans in general want to spend less on medical services and drugs. Unfortunately, unless the government is willing to outright control how much insurance companies, hospitals, and drug companies can charge, then there is not much either Trump or Biden can do. If the cost of something does not change, but the price goes down, then someone, somewhere, is making up the difference, either through taxes or increased premiums. We've been hearing from Trump that he's been battling Big Pharma, so hopefully we will see some results from that. Thank you for watching this week's episode. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe and be sure to hit the notification bell to receive updates of future videos. If you're listening on podcasts, please leave a review and let us know what you think. I'm Alan Lanier, and this was The Economic State. We'll see you next week.